Exaggeration Station. Hey y'all, hey y'all. Does anyone else just love a good accent? Because I do. But welcome back to the Exaggeration Station podcast. Um, so today, just kidding, I'll quit. I know that's annoying. I missed you guys. I know it's only been a week, but it's been a very rough week for me, and I'm not even really ready to get into what's happened, but let's just say my time has freed up, and I am feeling lost as ever, and I will talk about it when I'm ready to talk about it, but I just want to come on here because this is my happy place, and it's, I feel like in times of just being feeling low and like oh my gosh my life is over like all these different feelings you need to do things that make you happy and this is something that I love it makes me happy so here we are we're gonna be getting into it today so okay guys first of all I just want to talk about the show I've been watching Ted Lasso on Apple TV highly recommend okay it's like basically something I feel like if you're uh, in a relationship or whatever, it's so good for girls and guys because it's like comedy, like something easy to watch, like pulls at your heartstrings, but still, it's just like you don't have to think when you're watching it, you know what I mean? But it's also about soccer, like professional soccer, and like it caters to guys. It's hard to explain, but highly highly recommend. If you're a couple, definitely watch the show because I'm the type of girl who I do not like watching shows that like you have to think about. You know what I mean? Like I don't like watching action-based or like horror or mystery. Well, mystery I like, but like horror I feel like in action are so many things. And also like murder documentaries, I can't because I think it will happen to me. I actually used to have a really bad fear, so my ex-boyfriend used to make me watch these, like, basically crime documentaries, like, all the time, like, that's all he ever wanted to watch, I'm like, okay, and it's, like, interesting, but the thing is, when you start watching them all the time, you absolutely think you're gonna get murdered every second of the day, okay, because I would literally walk to my car, look under my car to make sure no one's gonna pop out and take razors to my ankles, because that is what this show taught me, um, would get into my car, definitely look in my backseat every single time, um, make sure there's nothing on my windshield, like a dollar bill or anything like that, because that's how you get sex trafficked, did it teach me good life skills, I guess, yeah, but it also made me paranoid as hell, so that was honestly horrible, and I also, like, developed a huge fear of, like, being home alone, and, like, just being independent in general, because, you just see all these things of where when people can just snatch you, you know, and then you start to think about it. So I had to, moral of the story is I had to stop watching um, <laughs> true crime because I'm like, shit, it could happen to me. You never know. So my, going back to the show, Ted Lasso. So like I said, I like reality. I like comedy. I like drama, anything like that. And I feel like that's what the show is giving. And it's hard to find shows like that because there's only so many. And once you've seen them all, you're like, okay, well, now what do I do? Um, But yeah, it's like I said, good show for a girl and a guy to watch together because it's the best of both worlds. So we, we live, laugh, love. And if you guys have any show recommendations that are similar to that, let me know because once this is over, I'll be depressed. Every time shows end, I'm like, oh my gosh, now what? Like nothing, you feel like nothing's going to be good enough to, like, compared to what you just watched. So, I'm already feeling that, and I definitely still have, like, a whole nother season to watch, but, like, I'm, I'm getting a little paranoid that I'm going to be super sad once this is over. 
So yeah, drop your suggestions, y'all. Okay, next. So due to recent events, we have Ivy Lee, which is my dog, at my apartment and thriving. Okay, so once this big thing happened to me, I decided I'm going home and getting my dog. And if you don't know this about me, I got a dog for Christmas like four years ago when college started and I was living at home at the time. Then I moved to college and it just wasn't working out her being at my apartment because I was gone like all the time. And if she's at my house, like my parents' house, she can just my mom doesn't work, so she can literally just be taken care of all day. She is an attention whore. Like, she needs attention at all times. So, it just, it felt like I was, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I just wanted her to get the attention she needed because she really is the type of dog that, like, actually has separation anxiety so bad. So, she's been living there the past four years, and when I come home, like, she gets so excited. I still say I'm her mother because I, like, trained her when we first got her, and, like, she was mine, but, you know, I abandoned her, which is unfortunate. Everyone loves to say that I was a absent mother, <laughs> but, like, I'll come home and get her every once in a while and bring her to where I live, which is in Evertsville. So, Basically, I have her right now and I'm thriving because she just, why do dogs bring so much joy? I don't even understand. Like, I was just outside washing, first of all, it's so nice outside. I was just washing my car, like cleaning the porch and she's just out there sitting. Like, why are dogs just so, like, you look at them and you're like, okay, I'm happy. Like, I'm happy. Don't worry about me. That's how I feel. And so thank God she's here. And it makes me and Cam want a dog, I'm not going to lie, because now that my dog's been living at home, I can't get her back because my parents are obsessed, understandable, because she's cute, but so we've been looking at dogs, can't get one because our house, uh, the landlord doesn't allow dogs, so it's really like something that wouldn't even happen for like another year until we get another house, or if we decide to move in August, who knows. But we've been looking at dogs and we know we really want a big dog because we both have grown up with small dogs, which don't get me wrong, I love a small dog, but I've just never had a big dog. So I want to have a big dog. And then the other thing is I'm allergic to dogs. And so I need a hypoallergenic big dog. Okay. So you see where this is getting at. It's, it's a little difficult to find. So we've been looking at different brands and brands. Oh, I did not just call them dogs brands breeds y'all knew what I meant and okay so we I love a poodle mix okay because poodles make it hypoallergenic which is what we need and poodles are really smart too so I've been looking at like poodle mixes what are the best poodle mixes I've had a Maltese poodle mix I've had like I just know it will be a sleigh if they're mixed with a poodle so we're going through the options. My dream dog my whole life has been a Corgi, okay? So what I want is a Corgoogle. I don't even remember what it's called. I think a Corgoodle or something like that. Don't quote me on that. I love, by the way, I love a mixed dog name. Like, you're kidding. Why are they so funny? Like the uh, Pomeranian, it was like a Pomapoo. Like, that's so cute. Anyways, um, so yeah, Corgi Poo, love her, whatever it was called. Then we looked up, Cam really wants a Bernice Mountain Dog, and we looked up a Bernice Mountain Dog Poodle mix, and you are kidding me, like, it, probably the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like a big fluffy dog. You're kidding. And so that's the one we really, really, really want, and, but guess what, girly pop? It's three to five thousand dollars, huh? 
huh. And we are not the type to be getting an expensive dog. Like, Cam's dog, he said he got when he was little from, like, a park. They were just selling dogs. His dog was, like, 20 bucks. And then my dog, my dog was a little more. She was, like, 500. But three to five thousand, that's, that's insane. Because dogs are already expensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, you already got the vet bills. You got the food bills. Like, dogs are so expensive obviously worth it because of the serotonin that they give you but yeah so that's just we're trying to save money currently for a house so that's just not fitting in the plan right now but we but I want it to you know what I'm saying I want it to um so yeah what else was I gonna say I don't know I just really want a dog guys I want to I want a dog and I it would be so cool to have one like for me and Cam because we've never experienced taking care of anything before so I feel like this is practice for a kid you know like obviously can't compare a dog to a kid but you know what I'm saying it's it's giving you a taste it's giving it's giving practice it's giving babysitting so yeah that's the plan we really want a dog and I'm not gonna lie we were talking the other day about how we're gonna get each other gifts for the wedding and sorry but if Cam got me a dog it would be game over like I would actually cry it would be so iconic and it's hard because for wedding gifts like I thought about getting him like a watch because that's what he really wants but I want to surprise him with like an experience and I want to get him like tickets to something or like just something iconic like something we can do I don't know if you have suggestions let me know because I just want to make it good and I I just don't want to be basic I feel like watch is kind of basic sorry Cam hopefully he's not listening don't think he does though (laughs) I just made him sound like a non-supportive fiance. No, he is. One thing about Cam is he's probably the most supportive person in the world. So don't have to worry about that. But yeah, moral of the story, I want a dog and that's that on that. Okay, I also got my hair done this week and I literally feel brand new again. So I got it done yesterday and I was like, I want to go lighter and start going lighter for the wedding because I used to have really blonde hair and it looked like shit because I got it done for like cheap from this one lady and like that was my first mistake. I didn't want to spend money and if you're going blonde, you have to spend money if you want it to look good and I just didn't want to accept that. So I kept getting it done and it just looked like shit, but I really liked my when my hair was lighter, like it just smelled, it made me feel more confident and so I decided that's what I needed I booked this a while ago so got it done and I feel amazing I feel cute okay and I need I really needed that truly especially with last week's events which we will get into at another day but um yeah feeling cute again thank the lord also I've been I don't know about you guys but you know what certain tiktoks that just like really do it for you because mine are cleaning tiktoks like the cleaning sped up like oh well first of all I love cleaning one thing about me and second of all like I the way I feel after I clean the house like good it's unmatched like a deep clean I'm planning on doing a deep clean in our house this week and like nothing makes me feel better I swear it's crazy like how do people not like to clean it blows my mind like scrubbing the baseboards like that's the type of shit I'm gonna do this week and I'm so excited and I want to make a TikTok but I need to figure out how to like edit it all good because I feel like that's really important with cleaning videos because they can be so long because you know cleaning takes a long time so I'm gonna figure out how to edit and then I'm gonna do a cleaning TikTok so watch out go follow me I'm pretty sure my name is just Sydney Lombardi let me go check um but I'm really trying to step up my TikTok game because TikTok's so fun and like imagine being able to like get paid for that that would be iconic that's the dream it's sydney underscore lombardi go follow me shameless plug 
Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be doing that. Um, also, I wanted to talk to you guys about my freaking ovaries. So that's kind of what this episode's gonna be about, like the main topic. So, okay, we were in marriage counseling and we were talking about like things that can cause future conflicts. And one of them was like health, because obviously if someone's like sick all the time or like if someone has anything like IBS, which I do, or like a chronic knee problem, like I'm just saying random shit, um, that can cause like marital issues. You know what I'm saying? And it made me think about my freaking horrible ovaries. Okay. So if one thing about me is I have endometriosis and I will explain what that is, but basically it is where you are just in extreme pain all the time. Like whether you're on your period, whether you're off of it, it can come at random times. And I'm not just talking cramps. I'm talking like can't move, crying, stabbing pain. Medicine does not help. I have to take like tramadol, which is a pain pill. If I want any relief, like horrible, horrible, traumatizing. I had to miss school for it. I had to miss work for it. Like just a horrible thing. And what also comes with it, everyone's different, but another thing that I get whenever I do start my period or I'm experiencing this pain is like mental psychosis. I don't even know like if it is psychosis. Um, but like, I just know when I'm in that much pain, I feel like I could totally have a psychotic break. Like I will straight up go from laughing to crying to whatever, like just the most extreme emotions. It's crazy. And it's like, I feel like I could literally turn schizophrenic. It's, it's wild. I don't, but like, I feel like I'm on the edge. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it could easily happen. And you know how some people say like they experience like bipolar or whatever later in life. Like that's literally what I'll like make myself tweak and be like, I'm about to turn bipolar. Like it's wild. It's honestly scary though, because there's no controlling your emotions when you're in that much pain and your hormones are hormoning. Like it's wild. And I try to tell my doctor that because I feel like that's one of my biggest symptoms with my endometriosis is my mood. Like Girl, I feel so, I feel like it's more something I go through alone. I definitely, I mean, Cam obviously has to see what I go through, but I try not to like burden him or bring him down and I try not to let him see when I'm really bad, but he's amazing at helping and always is getting me heating pad and medicine, whatever else I need, ice cream, but it's just like affected my life for so many years and like I always brush it under the rug but it's kind of crazy how much it actually does affect me because also with that I so basically I take my birth control to where I skip um the sugar pill so I and that's basically to avoid periods because my periods are so bad but lately the past like year I've been having periods which makes no sense because I've been skipping the pills so I've been having them randomly so that comes with having more pain and I've just been a mess it's horrible And I just don't, I feel like you don't know what it's like unless you've experienced it because to some people it sounds like, oh, it's just a bad period. No, like it's, it's bad. Like it will knock you out for days. And I, it makes me think of like how when I get off birth control to like start having kids, which probably will be shortly after the wedding, I'm literally going to be in so much pain. So it like freaks me out. And also what comes with endometriosis is infertility. So hopefully I'm not infertile girly. Cause that would suck. 
Also, my mom had it, so I think that it could be genetic, is what they said. Um, and she was infertile and had to do IVF. So, long story short, I'm a little nervy. My ovaries have not been okay. Apparently, my uterine lining is super thin, which isn't good. So, pray for the ovaries, girlies, because if you have any, like, type of illness or, like, sickness that you kind of brush under the rug, just give yourself some grace because, girls, sometimes I'm like you need to realize you're going through this and that's not to say it's an excuse, but like it's a lot, it's a lot to go through. And I feel like accepting it is important. So I don't really know if any of that made sense at all, but just wanted to give a shout out to anyone who has like an illness or anything they're going through health wise that they can't control and you can get through it girly. And I hope that your partner just supports you because I think about people that are going through stuff what if your partner was like oh you're being a bitch like you're being moody like go away like no Cam is literally the opposite he's like what can I do like do you need me to leave you alone do you need to be cuddled like what do you need and it's just I couldn't imagine having someone that wasn't supportive like that so we love Cam moral of the story but we already been knew that and yeah so love that. And the funny thing is with my periods is they're not to get TMI, but they're not even heavy either. They're light. It's just the straight up pain that I go through girly pop, the pain. So yeah, that's my endometriosis talk. Um, and yeah, and I wanted to wrap things up this week and just on a lighter note. So back to the TikTok talk, I have been loving ASMR facials. Okay. Like, something about watching someone get their face extracted and, like, massaged and all that. Oh, my gosh. Like, you're kidding. I will watch those for, like, 30 minutes. And literally, it'll put me to sleep. Like, it's crazy. And I feel like ASMR is getting so popular. Well, it has been for the past few years. But I've never really liked it. Like, it doesn't really... Some people say it makes them feel all tingly. It doesn't make me feel that. But I just like how calming it is. Like, I don't feel physical effects from it, but I feel, like, mentally calm. Like, it's almost like the feeling you get after you just meditated. Like, that sort of thing. But anyways, that leads me to our fun fact of the day, which is about ASMR. And, okay, so it is, in 2008, one user with a forum thread called The Sensation. In early 2010, another forum user called it attention-induced observant. Okay, basically they're going through the different names that ASMR has been called. Um, bye girl. It is called attention-induced head orgasm. That is so funny. That's so funny. And I feel like that's what some people experience. Well, what the, not what they experience, but what they describe themselves experiencing. And I think that's freaking hilarious. So... I'm just going to let you sit with that one, with that fun fact. Make sure you guys go to my um, link tree on my exaggeration underscore station Instagram and go fill out the form where it says ask for advice or there's another one on there, sex edition. So go ahead and fill those out so I can do an episode on that or just have it at the end of these episodes. And yeah, that is all. Thanks for letting me come on here and talk as always. I love you guys so much and I will see you next week. Bye!